I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scott Johnson here to ask you for your help. That's right. Core survives on the support of our listeners. And you can go right now to patreon.com slash core show and show your support today. It means a lot to us. And thanks. Friends, we treating this good because you get treated again. <laughs> this is cool. I don't remember that part. <laughs> I don't remember that part at all. Maybe I shouldn't have played that one. Hey, uh, hello, no, everybody. that one was great. I legitimately laughed at the joke, and it was a bad joke. Yeah, still good, though. Good, but bad. Bad, good. Good, bad. Hey, speaking of good, bad, welcome, everybody, to CORE. This is the Heroes of the Storm podcast known as CORE. My name is Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and we are at it again. It is uh, Tuesday, and that's a good thing. Also, we're on the launcher tonight, so hello to anybody who's seeing us now and hasn't already switched us off. <clears throat> we're representing Venezuela as the best we can. We're here to make it happen. We're going to talk about Heroes of the Storm, get deep into what's going on with uh, everyone's favorite new buddy, Blaze, who I cannot stop talking about or playing. I love him. I love him. I love him. I'll talk about why here soon. But before we get to that, something a little controversial, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Penis, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> The, the pronunciation <laughs> of the word Venezuela. Exactly. Uh, no, sorry, but it's a before show thing. You'll have to be in the chat room to understand. Hey, it'll encourage people to come at, uh, you know, six o'clock on uh, Mountain Time on Tuesdays and watch, or Wednesdays and watch what we do live. It is Wednesday, isn't it? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yep. I am full of cold medicine. I am jacked up because <laughs> of the stupid cold <laughs> flu thing. 
Anyway, so when a new hero comes out, we have a new world and reality we live in now. And that is that it doesn't just come out and let you say, uh, spend money on it or buy a bundle with money or buy a bundle even with gems or excuse me, with gold anymore. If you decide you want to spend additional gold, what they have instead is this new system, which is gem bundles. And they make it so that if you want to get the bundle, meaning the character, a couple associated skins, maybe a mount, whatever the bundle may contain, you have to spring for the entire gem cost of that. And there's no other way to get those skins in the game. You can get the hero with just gems. You can get the hero with just gold. Uh, you'll pay 15,000 gold early or 10,000 a week or so from now. But if you want to get Blaze and all his uh, accessories, the only way to get all of them is to do it with a big fat gem bundle. And that means that if you have a ton of shards stored up, uh, or otherwise are a lucky roller of loot boxes, those things are not going to be available to you unless you get them with gems. So in reality, we should just forget about the gem layer and just say, unless you want those skins, those mounts, those whatevers, at least during that launch window, you will never get that bundle together uh, or those items without spending actual cash money on them. Um, that's a change not that recent, maybe, what, five, four or five months ago? <laughs> Alex Straza was the first one. Okay, so it wasn't even that long. It's like a couple of months is all. Not even that, a month. Uh, yeah, a month and a half, let's month say. A month and a half. Um, but the, the okay, so we're, I'm just telling people what they already know. That's the thing that exists in the game. That's the deal. Hmm. And the big question is, though, do any of us feel like these gem-only bundles are ruining some of the excitement of the new heroes? Not the new heroes themselves. They're amazing. And like I said, I can't. I want Blaze sitting next to me right now so I can I rub his neck while we talk. I want him to feel good and great about his life. I want him to spend time with me. Uh, he and I are going to have a weekend together in the Hamptons. I love Blaze. He's amazing. Me and Miles Lewis, dude. Forever friends, forever from now and forever. But does it ruin any of the hype for players like us when these gem bundles come and that's all we can do? Uh, Bo, thoughts? Uh, so... I have I have thoughts. Um, <laughs> so I, well, here here are the thoughts. I've bought two of the three bundles. Yeah, actually, I've put down hard earned gems that I earned in the gem mines, and and spent the money on it. And here's the interesting thing: is that the hero gem cost wise, if you want to put down cash for it, is seven fifty gems, which is some weird number Canadian. I don't get the translation of one to one, uh, um, penny to a gem. It's something weird, yeah. <clears throat> but let's just pretend I'm paying 750 American for it. Right. Uh, f a few more bucks. The bundle is 1350. Actually, kind of seems like it has value because I'm estimating it at a 400 shard crafting cost. If it was a craftable item, yeah, which would be you know if you look at skins for sale on that tier, they're almost they're between 500 to a thousand just for a single tint. Mm. So, in that sense, they are kind of worth it if you're into it, if you want it. But when I'm at the store and I'm in the middle of wanting to buy the thing, I'm like, oh, for like five extra gem bucks or 500 extra gems, I'll get the full bundle. And um, and I know that personally I'm paying extra, but I don't mind supporting the game. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, oh, whatever. If this was a game I wasn't as into, I probably wouldn't care to spend extra 
but in this particular case, it seems fine. Well, you're so already you're already it. you're already in this mode as a, as in the fandom of this game that you expect to spend money on said game in some fashion. Like it's you don't expect everything 100 yeah. percent for free, so it's not like we that that's a problem. But where it's a problem for me, and and tell me if this adds any wrinkle to what you're about to tell me, if you're 400 shards or as you said shards away. Mm-hmm. F- <laughs> My wife laughed. <laughs> my, my wife doesn't even know the context, and she totally laughed. Context. No, context. that was great. Thank you, dear. <laughs> She's still giggling over there. It's, tell her it's by the guys who's saying I would walk 100 miles. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her it's that. They, it's an accent. Yeah. So, uh, the what I have to do to do that to make the transaction complete is I've got to go buy a minimum number of shards. What is it? 400? I'm not shards. Uh, gems. It's so a 400 gems. 500 gems whatever it is, whatever the minimum is that you can spend money on. And then there's the 1500 gems and there's 4,000 gems and then so on. So these, these lots of gems, meaning they're sold in lots of these numbers and you have no choice but to do that. I can't just go top it off and say, well, I'm only short 248 gems. So I would, I'd like to buy 248 gems, please. So this is the thing that everyone complains about every free to play secondary currency kind of market in any game mobile or pc or whatever so i realize that this is nothing new the the bigger question is uh for you and 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 i want to hear what john thinks too but do you feel like it's tarnishing your hype when you have to deal with all that wouldn't you rather just sort of either lay down the exact amount like we used to be able to do or or something else well i found a solution inadvertently whoa i put i put more money on there than I needed. <laughs> and so I'm like, so I think I put about 40 bucks on a little while ago. Yeah. Um, and then I only bought like $10 worth of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I've got plenty left over. Just because it's there doesn't mean you need to spend it. I know that I'm just giving them money to sit on and earn interest on, but whatever. This is just, just makes me feel better. It's like my loot box policy where I keep between 60 to 80 loot boxes unopened. That way, whenever I get the itch to open a loot box, I open it. Right. I don't know if this will work for everyone. And this kind of is, it's kind of a cop out to your question because we're trying to have a debate about something salate, potentially salacious. But I'm just like, whatever, man, be rich and just have tons of stuff in there. And then you never think about these stupid problems. Well, I mean, you, in a way, so, you, you've taken a conservative approach to it, which is, you know, save your, you know, invest and then save and then use only as needed and make sure you have stuff in reserve like it's actually a pretty fiscally financial position to take uh and the 40 bucks is just an investment you know you're going to need and you don't spend it all at once or spend it in a in a way that's you know reckless or whatever so you found a solution john have you found a solution to dealing with the feeling of that you get from having to deal with all this rigmarole the feeling no my solution is i just don't buy it Mm. Um, which is part of the problem because i'm with Bo. I kind of want to, I don't mind giving them money. Anytime I have put money into heroes, it very rarely has felt bad for me. Um, I very rarely am like, man, I'm just throwing money at this game that I get nothing out of. Like that never is a feeling for me. But at the same time, I feel like the problem with this is something of a, and death is a strong word, but death by a thousand cuts. Mm. I don't think any of the issues with these gem bundles are into the world big deals. But I think when you take them all in scope, I think it becomes a bigger deal than it actually is. Um, So, you know, what we're talking about is Blaze is a new hero. Scott, you're perhaps in love with Blaze in an unhealthy way. Yeah. 
I have the uh, hot, I have the hots for Blaze. No pun intended. No, I don't think there's any no such thing. You don't think so? You think it's? I a, think all all love with Blaze is unhealthy, and therefore it's all. Great. <laughs> Continue. Sorry, John. All right. So so you're clearly excited about him. I'm very excited about him. Buying Blaze not an issue. But when you get a new hero, part of the fun of the new hero is you know let's be real about the game we're playing here, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I need to go dress him up. Like, let's see what costumes we can put on him and what mounts we're going to put on him and what's he going to spray on the ground and what's he going to say. And uh, I want to customize this guy and make him cool. Yeah. And you get there and you look at his skins and it's like, okay, well, there's the three default skins that I got. And here's two very slight variations that I can buy with shards. Mm -hmm. And then here's a whole army of Fel Reaver skins that unless I decide to buy all of them in bulk, I'm not ever going to get. Right. And that feels like a bummer. And yeah. so now you have your new hero that you're excited about and you're feeling maybe a little let down. Or maybe you like one of those Fell Reaver skins and you say, okay, that one looks good, but I got to buy all of them. Mm-hmm. There is no option to say, well, I like the one Fell Reaver skin. Mm-hmm. You got to buy them all. And Bo's right. It's a good deal. Like the value is definitely there in a world where you want all those skins. It's like somebody saying, hey, I'll give you 10 for one. Pretty good deal. Assuming you like all 10 of those things and you want 10 of that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been my issue with it. It takes a little steam out of the out of the initial sale for me. And then I think the next level of cuts, like you mentioned, is I can't just put in the amount of money that I want to put in. I have to buy this rounded up number and I have to use that to get what I want. And then I have to look at this leftover amount and it just that also doesn't feel good. It's not the end of the world, but now we're just adding things that don't feel that great. And uh, I think it could be a little bit better. I think there are ways to improve it. Yeah. I mean, they in, in a lot of ways, they're adhering to a new standard. Like, this is kind of the way everyone's doing these sort of things now, at least a um, secondary currency type approach. And part of that is for international reasons. So when I spend $10, $10 that's very different than somebody in a market where their money fluctuates and they spend 10 or our money fluctuates and I spend 10 And it's kind of all over the map for them. So they have to make decisions on on price increases and decreases at kind of a very consistent rate. Whereas if they do gems, they can say, well, all right, here's 1500 gems, which currently costs this much money. Um, six months from now, that same 1500 gems might cost a little less. They might cost a little more, but the bottom line is you still have this, like this uh, set amount of things that you'll be able to spend in the game. And you may have spent a little more or a little less for it in real money. So I understand why they do it. If this game was in the States only, then we'd probably never have to deal with this. Um, but but I, I get why they, they have to do it. I do think it diminishes things and making it so that there's certain things I can never get outside of the bundle is kind of a bummer. It just doesn't feel great. So I'm kind of I'm kind of wanna like I want to adopt Bo's Zen like approach to this, um, where you've got a solution that makes you feel good about it. And at the same time, I'm totally I totally feel John's uh, uh, pain. Here's what I'd say, though. Whatever it takes for you listeners, whether you're watching us live on the stream tonight for the first time, maybe because you're on the launcher today, or maybe you've listened to the podcast since the beginning and have been watching us uh, since then or listen to it on your phone later or whatever you do. Here's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter how you get him. 
you have to get Blaze. <laughs> He's so great. And I'm not just throwing that out like a, like a turd in the wind, you know, like you do. People yeah, are always that's throwing... what I do with all 100% of my turds out in the wind. <laughs> right, because that's what I was told. <clears throat> I'm going to stick to what mom always taught me, throw my turd in the wind. Here in Canada, we throw them in the snowbank. <laughs> really? But that's a kind of like... The, it's, Cultural differences. Well, yeah, doesn't it different. have to get to the wind to get to the snowbank? You don't, you don't want to take chances by throwing it. It could... You could miss and kill somebody. But if you throw, <laughs> if free, okay, this is the worst Canadian fact I ever heard in my life. But nonetheless, uh, no. I like it. I like didn't it. actually. Here's the thing, though. Like, he's so great. I mean, let's just get into him. Let's talk about this guy. He is. I think you've been getting into him too much, Scott. I think that's the problem. I know it is a problem. Crazy. Like, I really, really like him, and I don't know why. I mean, I kind of expected I was going to like him anyway. Um. I've said on the show before, I'm a fan of the idea of taking a unit and building it out to a character, whether that's, you know, Hammer or Probius or in this case, Blaze. Um, I'm even more down with the name now because I think it matches this bombastic personality they've given him. He's it's just kind of stupid and over the top. And the name Blaze is perfect for that. It's almost like you can hear his thought patterns at the meeting he went to where he decided to call himself that. And he's just like, yeah, because of fire, you blaze, get it, you know, with a Z. Like you could just, it's like this 90s approach <laughs> to giving himself a name. And I love it. Um, he is uh, everything I'd hoped for. And I'll tell you what's crazy about him. Um, here's just the generalities and we'll get to the specifics in a second, like his kit and stuff. But he feels a little bit as if Muradin had burst potential and i know he kind of does if you talent him right and you get sort of a, a bursty murden or a more damaging murden but imagine murden with a with a pretty uh, with a pretty tanky build but with the potential of burst damage that is brutal like there are moments and i've got some recorded footage of this and i don't know where it'll ever end up but i recorded it because i just thought it was too cool where i am doing combos with other characters and with my own abilities that are just decimating players like killing them. They don't know what to expect. It's also early. It's a new hero. People aren't used to what to do yet. They don't know how to get out of there. Uh, but I can lay down oil, very quickly combo that with the with my Q, light that stuff on fire, slow everybody down, burn them, heal me while it's happening, hit my D, which means I'm burning them even more and everybody around them. Um, if I've talented it right, there's oil everywhere because that's the way I roll. So I've just spewed oil every possible place I can find it, and it's all on fire at some point. And that's really hard to get out of, number one. Plus, you're still just doing damage and your auto attacks are good. I always talent it so the two hose shots from your Q, I forgot the name of it. What's it called? Flame. Flame on. Spray. Flame tray spray. I think it's flame spray. Okay. I think so. You talent it so that when you hit a Flame stream. Thank you. When you hit. <laughs> please. We're not asking the chat room to flame the stream. Everyone just keep this straight. But if you flame stream. And you get both streams on the same hero with this talent. I don't remember the name of the talent. It procs uh, crit on both streams. So you get this uh, insane, especially on anybody who isn't a tank, insane amount of damage just by being a good skill shot with that. Plus you've got them standing on hot goo. Plus you're healing in the hot goo. Plus your D is active. Plus if you talent it right, you've hit uh, your one key which I, uh, that talent I always pick is the one that increases um, my fire rate and my speed. 
for another reason I'll get to in a minute. But suddenly you're just this bursted out monster and you're killing everybody. Now, that being said, you can also combat that with your with your E. Your E is a charge in and, and stun. And when I use that in the right timing, not only are they stunned, already standing in fiery goo, already taking damage from a Q that's that's uh, procking. Um, and I may have already gotten to the second cooldown of that proc and hit him again. Like it's amazing. Add hmm. add this to the to the to the mix. Uh, had a you'll like this, John. Had an Artanis on my team. Oh yeah, yeah, your favorite player, right? Character, yeah. Rather. And uh, was uh, just a, a quick play, my first game actually, which I got MVP in. I'm not saying I did anything special. I'm just saying it felt so good that I got MVP. <laughs> I'm not saying I did anything special. I just got MVP. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's no big deal. I just. It just stands for most valuable player. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> right. So we're so we're in this fight and he chose Space P. And in so doing, created an inadvertent combo with me that we neither of us planned on, but we ended up using like four or some odd times in this game without even cooperating or contacting each other or even texting each other in the in the chat. So what would happen was as soon as I heard space P, I would target the person he was space peeing on. Okay. What's it actually called? So I'm not confusing listeners. P- purifier beam. Purifier beam. Oh, no. Wait, is it purifier beam or spear of a dune? It's called spear of a dune. Oh, I thought it was purifier I, beam. I, I, now it I might be know. in Starcraft. It's definitely called purifier beam. Yeah. Because you have I more than one purifier. There are different colors of space bee in StarCraft. Right. <laughs> now I gotta now I'm gonna pull it up because Yeah, I gotta look it up too. Like, this is important. Now yeah. we're at like eight levels deep. It's yeah. called Purifier Beam. It is Purifier Beam. Okay. He so. says Spear of a Dune when he How is Scott right about that when he's the one that never gets names right? I can't understand this. But anyway, must have been Well, I I do appreciate that for a night where maybe we have new people here, we have stopped calling things by their alternate core <laughs> names and we're at least making some vague effort to give them the actual names they have. Yeah. So. It's sometimes a struggle. Um anyway, so here's what would happen. I'd hear you know when the space piece starts. <laughs> Sound mm-hmm. like something Bo would do. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as it starts up, I uh, there's a little wind up, but I e charge, which is uh, my little my new little charge thing. I'm gonna look that up so I'm not saying stupid things like charge thing. Hold on, like jet propulsion. Jet propulsion. So okay. I jet propulsion. Got you covered. You just let me know what you want to know the name. Of. Sounds good. After my half a second charge up, up. See, I knew that. I knew that part. Uh, I fly in there, stop him dead in his tracks. This thing lasts a second and a quarter, and deals damage. Space P still going. Now, this isn't anything you couldn't do with Murd and with his with his Stormbolt or anyone else, right? Like anyone with a stun, that's a good opportunity regardless because you've just now com- compounded the Space P problem. But it's awesome because you fly in, stun him. Space P's on him. Throw down a barrel. Blunk. Light it on fire. <laughs> hit him with the two things. Brr. So you've already bursted this guy down to almost nothing. And you've only given him one direction to go, which is away from me. Because you got to get away from the P, right? Mm-hmm. But also, if he cuts back the other way, I've talented it so that every time I use E, I lay down a lake of oil, and that's all on fire too now. So that going that way is not an option. And trying to oh, you, know, you mean by using fuel leak? By using fuel leak, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which seems like a strange thing to upgrade yourself to do, doesn't it? <laughs> Give yourself. <laughs> He's like, here, leak. let me fix this fuel tank. <laughs> Pops a hole in it. <laughs> 
fixed. Hey, you guys, I hit level 13. I jabbed this screwdriver into this big tank here, and I feel more powerful for it. Yeah, it is kind of like that. Anyway, you kill him every time. There's no living. There's no getting away. It's a, it's a, it's a really good feeling, and it just felt good. It's a, I mean, it's a wombo with, with, with Artanis. And I'm sure that there are other examples I haven't even experienced yet. But it felt really, really good. Then there was the time that I brought down my my ultimate in the form of, hold on, I know the name of this one, uh, Bunker Drop, that's the one, and right. got into the bunker, and four, uh, three of our other teammates, while Murky was off doing Murky shit, three of the other teammates got into the bunker with me, and everyone's shooting flamethrowers out of there, and we ended up killing three of their dudes because they're so dumb they didn't know what to do. They were like, well, we should break down this thing that they're all hiding in. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're just melting them to pieces. And the whole time I'm spouting off stuff like, light it up, need a light, gerba gerba gerba. Like he's always <laughs> saying the coolest things. I am telling you, he is, since Stukov, and it's funny, they're both StarCraft characters. Uh, they're, he's my favorite new thing, like in Heroes in a very long time. I can tell they should have made you the hype video. You're doing an impression of like every move, every sound. You took us on an auditory journey through his entire kit. Yeah, it's really uh, good. With voice lines and everything. It's I, good stuff. I also think combustion's really good, but that's a maybe a discussion for for another time. But I, I've only I, I mainly have been using um, uh, the bunker drop for his ultimate and spending a lot of time working on oil oil combo stuff. Uh, for talents and it just he feels so good can you, you guys i have a question can you oil yourself no like where you're where you're standing like, yes oh yeah yeah you heal in it that's, okay yeah okay so if you so let's, i did play <laughs> one game but i forgot it was vector targeting so for the first 10 minutes i was just pressing w and it was like this thing's behaving very erratically what's mm-hmm. going on like i don't understand yeah definitely. i don't you know gotta, if the alt click yeah. will put it right at your feet but i i would think that it that should also work oh, for anybody I that uses oh, yeah. alt for self-casting i hadn't thought of that um so what i would do normally is i would just vector cast in front of me and stand in it if i needed to so okay so that's the other the other aspect of him i wanted to talk about which is again kind of mirrored and like if you're sick of not having tanks who can't save themselves when things get real raw I got great news for you because he can do that. So there's a couple of things you do. First, you take that talent. I think it's at level one, which is. Oh, adrenaline stim pack. Thank you for that one. Yes, this is great. You got this right at your fingertips. This is amazing. This is my new job. This is my new job. I'll just be the core fact checker. I I don't know. I think somebody's got the game client open. (laughs) Maybe. I, I don't. I'm on Heroes Hearth. A oh. fine website. Yeah, that'll work too. So you you have I always pick that. There there's some other cool options there, but I like that one because it increases attack damage speed or attack speed rather, not damage speed. Um, I guess in effect it does. But anyway, and it also gives you a speed boost, and it's lasts enough time to be sort of be useful. So that's just a pretty straightforward idea. Number one, if you're in a fight and things are really crazy, it's a great way to sort of proc damage and and go crazy and and really hurt somebody. Um. But it's also a great escape, so you can get out of there. I can outrun a uh, deer lady who pisses me off to no end. So I'm getting out of that's Lunara. Lunara, for thank those you. Who are just joining us? So I get out of I get out of deer, <laughs> dear, dear lady, new lar, new Lunara, <laughs> new lar, new Larna. Anyway, I get out of her shit fast with them uh, just by running. So he's got a great just runaway escape that is a that's a good speed boost. And he's tanky enough to take a little damage on the way, but do okay. So unless they're locking you down hardcore, it's a great way to get out of there. But then uh, his other sort of mobility thing that I love 
Uh, well, why is, don't we do this? We we don't do this very often, but you seem excited enough about it, and I also have a preferred build. I don't know if Bo's going to have one, but maybe he he can offer commentary or thoughts as well. Uh, so you're taking Adrenaline Stim Pack at one. Yeah, I would agree. That's what I'm doing as well, typically. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing at four? Uh, uh, f- oh, at at level four. Hold on, let me pull up Hero. What is it? What are we looking at now? Nexus is gone, isn't it? Uh, heroeshearth.com is the, is, I think the best and easiest way to go through the talents. Hearth. Okay. This is going to be good. It's great radio as well. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what one I do and, uh, while you, to buy you guys time. Um, so I've been experimenting with oil dispersal, uh, which increases the oil spills area by 20% and the slow amount by 10%. And I've been enjoying that, but I also really like the adhesive petroleum, which means that when it's lit on fire, they still get a slow on them because I think the slow is incredibly useful and it goes along with my desire to light everything on fire. Mm. So I I think adhesive petroleum is what I will typically take. All right. So on four, I will usually do. Let's see, where is it? Uh, Enemy standing oil spill and ignited. Oh, yeah, I do the same. So I picked I picked that one as well. It seems like a lot of people do. According to this site, fifty percent or fifty-seven point nine percent of people are choosing that uh, as well. So it's a it's a high pick. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, basically, you're just adding slow. Uh, yeah. Uh, for an additional thirty percent of slow to the to the goop, which I'm I cannot stress enough is is well at least at this stage, people don't know what they're doing in there. They just are like, oh shit, they, you know, they don't know what to do. And so they kind of skid around in it and kind of figure out the best way out of it. And sometimes the best way out of it is going up or down because it's a long thing. It's like a, you know, I don't know what to call it. It's like a, it's like a bandaid. Yeah. Like a rectangle type thing. So a rectangle. There you go. A rectangle type thing. Yeah. And they, in the shape of a rectangle. So, so your fastest way out of the slow, unlike, you know, if you're in, um, Stukov's hand anus, (laughs) not a, not a rectangle. No. That one's a circle, kids. Yeah, the circle on the <laughs> ground. You can go kind of any direction and get out of there about the same because it's a radius thing, right? But in this case, you go up or you go down, that's not going to help you not die because there are people there fighting you. The best way to go is the long way, but that's going to slow you by an additional 30%. It's really, really great. And to top that off, I'm standing in it and pushing in on you and healing while I'm doing it because all fire heals me, or at least that fire heals me. So, So that's the other thing. Uh, and we'll go on with this build in a second. But when I poop that stuff down and I set it on fire, it's one thing that it's slowing you. It's a whole other thing that if I've gotten beat to crap and my healers are gone, they're all up in the top lane, and I, I've i got a choice. I can either, I've already tapped or something. If, if I want to go back and Nexus heal, it's going to take forever. So sometimes you're just on your own in a safe place, throw down a, a can of oil, bleh, sit in it, light it on fire, and you heal yourself for a chunk of healing. And the cooldown's so quick, you can do that in rapid succession and be full healed in no time and barely have touched your mana. It's crazy. So hmm. he's like Murden, but in ways that are all different ways of approaching it. Like it's a Murden has self healing, obviously. His trait is is a healing trait, but it takes a second for it to kick in or whatever. Well, in this case, I have a self healing trait. It's just dumping oil on the ground, setting it on fire, and standing in it. But it kind of is the same result, the same goal is achieved. Um, Ugh, I just love him. I freaking love him. All right, let's keep, let's keep going. <laughs> one, on. one thing I do want to point out about the oil that I found interesting is that you can actually, if so if you plop down some oil yeah. 
shoot it, you light it on fire, and you plop down more oil then that overlaps what's on fire, yeah. it will also catch on fire. Oh. So that can sometimes be a good thing that you wanted to have happen, and that can sometimes be a bad thing that you didn't want to have happen. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing to keep in mind. And to me, that's another reason why adhesive petroleum is so good at four, is because if you do accidentally light oil on fire you didn't mean to, mm-hmm. you're not completely losing that slow effect, which, like I said, is a big part of that initial. Thing. Right. And it's also important to note, last week we weren't sure about this. Now I know the answer to it. When you cast the oil, cast it. When you throw a thing of oil down, it's not like he's a magician or something. Well, he's it's, casting the oil from his body. It's, 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 think of it like throwing poo to the wind. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> he would never say this, though. He'd never say, I'm going to cast this oil from me. Like, he'd never say that. But when no, he throws the oil down on the ground, there is, it, it has its own lifespan. And I forget what the time is on it. I don't know if that's handy. Two point five seconds. Is yeah, it? Two point five seconds. So that'll. Yep. No, it's five seconds. The spill is five seconds. When it's ignited, it's two point. Yeah, that's seconds. exactly right. So you can really stretch that out by having oil out for an extended period of time, still deciding and maybe kind of strategically who you're trying to push into there or what's the angle of things or whatever. It's not going to disappear right away. Then light it. Then get the benefits of the lit one for its full lifespan, which is two point five seconds. If that makes sense, like it's not that you there's no shared shared lifespan that you cut right. into. You get an additional two point five if you catch it right on the tail end of its life. So anyway, I freaking love that that damn thing. Um, let's right. let's talk about the next one. Level seven, John. What do you what do you pick when you go seven? Well, as I'm looking at this, I realize that I'm apparently in line with whatever the most popular build is, but we'll just keep going along with it anyway. Um, I take the quest talent, which is Grill and Kill. Uh, That damages enemy heroes with ignited oil spills 60 times. That's the quest. The reward is increase oil spills ignite duration by two seconds and the damage by 25%. So probably the smart pick, probably a good pick. I take the one that is least taken, 5.3%, according to Heroes Hearth which is crossfire. This is the one where you hit an enemy with both streams of flame uh, dealing 132 bonus damage, base damage. So that's a skill shot pick. And again, it's a very specific need or reason to get it, but it feels really good because when you hit people with those two streams and you get crit automatically, two big fat numbers show up and it's I think, very satisfying. I, th- I think it's a it's a hitbox thing. If you just cerebral it and don't give it a try, mm-hmm. and I, I don't have an opinion in this, I'm going to ask you, Scott, because mm. you, you like the talent. Um, I feel like you look at it and go like, oh, that's nice if it hits, but you're probably not going to hit it all that often to get value, which is where people go with the thing. But what I mean, what do you think? Because you seem to have had a positive experience. Maybe sometimes things in your brain sound harder than they actually are once mm-hmm. you practice a few games with something. So right. I you know, do you find you often get a lot of value out of the burst? I, I do. It? But part of that is because, because he's a tank, even though he's a range tank, what ends up happening is you get into the scrum of things um, with an oil spill to try to self heal and cause mayhem. And you oftentimes the skill shot is not that hard to pull off because they're right in front of you. And so it's just bam, and they and they get hit. It's kind of like shooting toads with uh, Nazebo when everyone's clumped. It's like yes, you're going to get toad shots on that on the toad quest. Like there's yeah, no isn't that the it. most misleading ability in the game? Like if you were just to introduce someone to the game for the first time and say, "Here's what this guy does," right. and they move like 
two miles an hour across the screen and spread out randomly. You're like, I'm never playing this character. It looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually, there's a poison build, a toad poison build. So. I know. I just started taking the toad build and it feels good. It feels yeah. really good. But yeah. I I actually had exactly that reaction when I first started playing Heroes and I saw Nazebo's toads. I was like, well, this is the dumbest thing. Right, <laughs> I just, right. I, I, Oh, you're throwing toads at me. I will casually walk around them, I guess. Yeah, it's so I think I think maybe the jet stream, the crossfire, like you might be onto something with crossfire that the community is not seeing because it sounds like, yeah, how likely am I going to be able to hit both both jet streams? Right. And it seems if if you're talking about, well, I'm always if you're always going to be hitting people from afar, then, yeah, you're going to hit you're going to hit less because it's a skill shot. There is some you know, area for air and stuff. And I haven't hit them all by any means, but I hit more than I don't hit. And I think it's again, because I'm tanking like you're in there you're in the scrum. I don't use it when they're far off ever. I use it when they're within a pretty good, you know, pretty close range. So, well, I like I, it. I think my logic for grill and kill is because, you know, one thing that I have had to come to terms with in playing a lot of heroes over time you know, you guys know me, you've played with me for a while, and I can get a little hungry for the kills and go a little ham from time to time. Mm -hmm. um, and as I became more and more focused on playing Warriors, I began to have to trust my teammates more to do the damage that I know I'm not going to do. And so I like Grill and Kill because it helps the tanking, which is really what I ultimately am there to do. I'm there to be a body. And I, you want to do damage, sure. You don't want to just stand there and be like, oh, I'm a glorified body. Um, but the, the extra damage is nice, and seeing crit numbers is super nice, but I just feel like grill and kill makes you better at the thing you're actually there to do. Um, and that's why I tend to lean that way. But I, it's hard for me to pass up big damage talents like this, so I won't lie, Scott. I took Crossfire in my first game. Yeah, and also I would say I agree with you 100%, and I think that people are probably choosing it for the right reasons. Like, they're they're probably... I mean, you already know I don't like quests, so I probably avoid those out of just <laughs> yeah initially just avoiding them. Um, but in the end, Grill and Kill is probably the smart choice, and I'll probably end up taking it more because, again, you know, I think you're absolutely right is what I'm saying, but... There is something really satisfying about cross crossfire and those numbers when they pop. It's just like, oh my gosh, did you see those numbers? And and I'll tell you what else is satisfying: seeing Gray Main or some other a hole who's in there to do serious damage to me, watching them go from three fourths of their life down to ten percent because I did it. It's like that much damage. It's super, and it's in combination with the oil on the ground and other stuff going on. But it is devastating to them. So if I if I properly combo an E oil light it on fire and hit him at the same time, man, it just feels great. the 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 Lord of Gilneas can just take a hike and get the H out of there at that point. <laughs> it's really good. Anyway, all right. So that's that. Number ten, level ten. Um, I haven't decided which I like better, but most people, it seems, on this side anyway, are taking combustion. And, um, yeah, I'm 100% on combustion. I, well, not 100%. I won't say that I will pick it every time. But again, with the idea being you're a tank, uh, combustion is really good for the notion of people diving on you. Mm -hmm. You know, people are either diving back to your back line or they're you know diving on you to get you out of there and chase you off and uh, activate combustion. And it either acts as an effective zone as everybody goes, oh, I want, I want to get out of this. Or uh, 
you know, you just blow up on them mm-hmm. and you create kind of this dangerous zone for them to be in. And I like that better than Bunker. My experience with Bunker has been that I drop it and everybody gets in and everybody else walks away. And, <laughs> and then you, we're just a yeah. bunch of dudes hanging out in a bunker. <laughs> and, and, and you uh, can't and you can't stop. I mean, basically, it's it's ice. It's uh, what's it called? Ice. Uh, the thing that Jaina can take. And oh, you can pop out early. Oh, I can't R out of it. Are you sure? I don't oh, think you can cancel maybe it. You, no, you can. You as can get out as of it. him, you can get out because I've I've I think I, so. My R is grayed out when I'm in there with him, and I got in with somebody who was uh, who who was playing the character, and I wasn't, and I could get out. But when I was him, R is grayed out, and the whole team could bail if they wanted, but I had to wait through the duration. Either it had maybe to be destroyed we'll or I had to get tonight. out. I I thought you could get out, yeah. but. Yeah, I don't no, think you can get out. Are you sure? I, yeah, I don't yes. think it's pressing <laughs> R again, though. I think that might be the problem. I don't I don't think it's R. Like, I think Q becomes your flamethrower or whatever. And then I think like W or E becomes your leave. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you get a Q on the screen for your flamethrower and you got a grayed out R and there's nothing else in the UI. <laughs> All right. Now, maybe you we just bet. click. Maybe we you just bet. maybe you just click out of Look, it or something. The, 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 the tooltip on the site says Blaze and his allies can enter and exit the bunker at will. Weird, but how could they enter a will if I got out first? Then it's gone. No, it stays. No, it doesn't. It doesn't leave. It stays. Oh, it stays for uh, what is it? Ten seconds. All right, I'd resign myself to this idea that I was just permanent bunker man. I figured. Well, it out. I, I, I can't was... leave. It'll disappear. And my teammates <laughs> won't know what to do. I really did. They need me. I really did. I thought. I, you know what? I kind of had it in my head as this is so stupid now that I think about it. But I thought I was the bunker. I realize it's coming out of space, but to me, it's like Thor for. Oh for what's his name like i become a bunker with extra hey, hardware. guys yeah. that reminds me are the mecha skins in the game at all Did they no, no not they're not there yeah oh, i hate when they do that so much <laughs> anyways so i was gonna say oh you must have thought you had a mecha skin because it transformed and then i was like <laughs> no okay. those are still sorry coming. carry on probably next week probably didn't they they staggered these last time like that where yeah the cool they skin. always do that i shouldn't be surprised but yeah um, I won't was, lie. I got in very excited about they, the skins. If they Maybe, wanted me to spend some money, uh, those skins are what I wanted to spend money on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's actually accurate. Be- and maybe that's where part of my frustration about the whole gems bundle was. I went in ready to throw down some cash. I had cash in hand, and I was like, "Let's do this game." Yeah. Mechaterial, give it to me now. And then it wasn't there, and I was like, mm, "Stupid fell reaver doesn't even sound like a fell reaver." <laughs> Well done. Okay. Well done. Oh, indeed. does it have the sound? It doesn't have the sound. I it haven't. I have not played sound. with that skin yet, so I don't know. I, I'll go check. You guys continue on with build. I am. Right. I. I, I know it does not have the sound because when I was looking for news stories for today, one of the top threads on Reddit is how can the Fell Reaver skin not have the Fell Reaver sound? Oh, I was hoping you were going to so, say I knew it didn't have the sound because I wasn't terrified when I heard it or something like that. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, that's true. That's too. what I was hoping for. Um. All right. So, what else? Fuel leak. We all agree. <clears throat> probably the best pick there. I will say that one game I fiddled around a little bit with nano machine coating. This uh, makes it so enemies standing in oil spills have their attack speed reduced by forty percent for two point five seconds. That seemed pretty effective when fighting a divey uh, melee kind of comp. Yeah. Um. They lost a whole lot of momentum when their when their attack speeds would go to shit. 
But it's funny because even as you say that, I was like, oh, that'd be a good talent, especially with Fuel Leak. And then I was like, oh, crap, it's on the same tier. Yeah, uh, you're not Fuel wrong. Leak is just so good at filling up places for oil to be sitting down. And you're standing in it when you're done with your rush. Yeah. So it guarantees to put you in a position to heal when you light it on fire. Mm-hmm. This is all true. It's uh, just really good. Uh, let's see. Thermal protection is the next pick most people go with, but not by a ton. It's about half, half, uh, what about 47%. This is each enemy hit by jet propulsion grants to 10 armor for three seconds and reduces its cooldown by two. I actually do not do that. I check, I pick heat treatment, which is about the same pick rate. Um, 47.4. Well, it is exactly that according to the site. Uh, heal for 75% of the damage dealt by pyromania. So if you do a bunch of pyromania damage using your D, uh, you get real-time healing on top of the healing and survivability you get from standing in your own fire. So I genuinely don't know what to pick here. Thermal protection is what I've been taking because I keep forgetting that I have a D to use. Yeah. It's easy to forget. It doesn't look like a D that you'd want to hit <laughs> hit all the time. Uh-huh. You got to hit that D, John. Yeah. You gotta Sometimes get, you forget you have it. Yeah, you got to hit that D. <laughs> There was a period in my life where I was all too aware of it. At this stage of my life, sometimes I forget it's even there. Yeah, I understand completely. Uh Yeah, uh uh-huh. No, Bo, we know, right? We We know know. there's at least one child listening that's going to be asking their father what that means. (laughs) Nothing worse than what we said last week. That's true. We know. know. It's probably nothing worse than we said 20 minutes ago, so it's fine. Uh, What was really funny, I actually played the one game I've played with blaze yeah i me and i had a, a duel with tychus we were both standing stock still in front of each other trying to pummel each other we both had he has the self-healing talent and then i took this talent and we were both healing a whole bunch at the same time i won oh my but gosh. I, I had like 10 hp left like we it was pretty funny yeah um yeah self-healing but anyways i like cheap treatments i had <coughs> excuse me i had illidan come in with hunt and I'm, I'm on the fire bed. And I'm on my own. Okay. So he hunted oh, no. me across the map, did his whole, I'm Illidan, whatever. Yep. His famous quote. Yep. I'm Illidan. And he came in and he went whammo and stunned me, stopped me, and started doing what he does when he does hunt. And I can think of no other character I've ever played, including other tanks, where I could fight through that and win. I've, I've, there are other tanks I can get out of there, right? But usually, if you go toe-to-toe and he's all amped up, he's going to probably kill you or get you close to it. Not with Blaze. Like 1v1, right? Yeah, 1v1. Not Blaze. Okay. Blaze got down to a pretty low number, but I self-sustained myself through that fight and ended up killing Illidan, and it was a really satisfying thing. And that guy that guy private messaged me a swear word. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, Scott, I'm not going to say you should take advantage of your friendships with people, but I... Based on what you just said, mm. I really want you to contact Liam. Liam O'Brien. And I want you to have him re-record <laughs> Burning Crusade intro so that at the very end when he flies up and delivers his iconic line, instead he goes, I'm Illidan. <laughs> I'm Illidan. Check me out. <laughs> it's it's well, me. Uh, I'm Illidan. The, the important line there was whammo. Yeah. <laughs> you are not prepared whammo, whammo. The title across. He, would, he would probably do that for us if i asked him to he's that Sweet. kind of guy what a guy what a guy um all right and then let's see we did through that whole thing now we got for our, our 20 pick flash fire is the most common or the most popular while channeling combustion blaze movement is no longer reduced 
and nearby enemies are slowed by 60%. Um, I usually do, uh, where is it? Let me find it. Is that the one I do? That is the one I do. Yeah, I get flash fire every time. I Unless get, you have the bunker. I don't, Well, I got the bunker. Oh, no, you're right. When I'm, yeah, you, <laughs> sorry, sorry. When I have the yeah. bunker, I don't do the bunker, fortified bunker, though. So at 20, I pick that other one, burn notice. Um, and if I have, uh, if I, if I pick the other one, uh, combustion, I pick, I pick uh, flash fire. So that's how that works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. burn it's notice a, is interesting. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, where, uh, Bruce Campbell shows up. And <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's a private eye, I think. Yeah. Him and his buddy. Oh, always crimes. in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. He was really good on bird notice, actually. It's great on there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what's my point? Oh, yeah. So 63.2%. You're not wrong. Flash fire is the way to go. It is freaking great. I don't know what else to say about Blaze except hallelujah. Here it is. I can't believe uh, my two favorite heroes in the game are StarCraft heroes. Actually, Kyle had a had a, had a tinfoil hat um, prediction, or not prediction, a tinfoil hat theory. On why the uh, the heroes in the game are Tannis, these two people, other characters are maybe the best. The StarCraft ones are the best. Yeah. And he says he thinks it's because Dustin Browder. Uh, these would have been characters designed by him in the StarCraft Two time, in in their essence anyway, and hmm. that they are better designed overall characters and make a very easy transition to the nexus again very tinfoil hat but it's a it's an idea it's a thought they just really lend themselves well to 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 the nexus well there is an event with the hero designer for this i think it's jade martin who worked on this one the guy we spoke to about garage oh yeah Uh, it's a good theory though i prefer to believe i choose your theory yeah. <laughs> over what was potentially reality yeah but uh, i think it's I, just fun. garage was amazing so this jade martin guy we need to keep him making heroes i think yeah yeah make big bulky he's, tanks he's uh got the tank thing down because i think it's not just you I, I i've heard nothing you get mixed responses generally in the community with threads and stuff and mm-hmm. i've heard i basically heard nothing but good things about this character mm-hmm and i will say my favorite aspect of it because i didn't have a talent build i'll just contribute and say the sound effects on this guy are also um, sexually arousing, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I had something worse in mind. I toned it down, guys. I'm yeah, sorry. It's yeah. just they're very pleasurable to the ear. Not and, only that, um, but his... Uh, so it sounds like real fire. If you got headphones on, you get some serious bass out of these flame noises, but also the the flame effects themselves. Yeah. It looks like fire. Your screen's on fire. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know? But it's, just, no, it's, the, it's the charge effect. Like one of the things that Rainer and Tychus I don't find have that much is like they have power armor, they're noisy machinery, and I get that feeling from Firebat when I do the charge. He's like, like it's a, and I I really appreciate, um, I really appreciated the sound design of the suit. I'm hearing the suit, which is really important, I think, on a on a on a uh, Warhammer Marine, basically, and the voice, like his voice is just crispy, like it's just. It's the modulation on it is a little harsher. It's like they put all the good speakers in Tychus and Rainer's armor, and he got like some old. We found these under a, a CTR monitor speakers in his suit, and then on top of that, he just sounds rough. It's so good. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, one of the let's see, where is he? 
uh, shoot, he, I just fo- he followed me. I followed him. Super impressed uh, with what he showed off on Twitter before the hero even came out. He showed some animation frames. Uh, I can't find him. I wanted to give him credit though, because that's the other thing I think the character is really great at is just emoting. Uh, but having a camera pulled way out like this, it still works. Like he feels bulky and, and disgustingly huge, and it and it's not, you know, there's no agility to this character, but there's a heft to him and like a, I don't know, just like there's weight every every step. These big shoulder pad looking things with handles on it is like shushunk, and they just it feels very Warhammer. It's just awesome. So I don't know if we've said enough, but I think we- also he doesn't do full T pose on the motorcycles anymore. I don't know if I just miss saw it the first time I played him. Like he doesn't look great. He doesn't look like he's riding a motorcycle real pro like, but he's not there with like water wings on arms out to the side going. Wee! Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he looked good. He- you know, those bears, the elemental bears that you got for that one season. Yeah, looks great on those. Did you put him on a fire bear? No, oh, it looked great because it had the red and matched and everything. That looked really cool. And he has his hands out in front holding it. So I was worried he was going to do, like you said, like the butterfly hands, but he didn't do it. And then the other one I really like is the basic um, little red uh, uh, treasure goblin from Diablo. And the reason I like that yeah. is because he is so big on it that it looks like he's riding around on his own hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Like a little, like a weird little sinewy little little hemorrhoid sticking out of his ass, and he's riding around on it. It's fantastic, and little gold. There's little gold falling out too, but you know you can't see it because wow. he's such a big bulky dude. It just looks like this little, like almost you know the you know the thing Stukov shoots out his pustule that when he's yeah. slowing people. It's like he's riding on one of those, just like a big purple wow. booger hanging out of his a. Anyway, cool, good, good, good tip, good tip. You bet. I'm always here with the, the the good tips. Let's move on now to changes on the PTR. Uh, there's not a ton of news outside of some of this, so I think this will be good to talk about. Um, the the January 9th patch uh, that happened uh, that are not on... Wait, is this part... Is it a PTR patch or public patch? Um, so we had a PTR patch, yeah. and now it's live, and there were some extra changes that we didn't catch oh, last week because... They are new today or new yesterday. So what's up with your so, boy Hanzo? What happened there? What's he getting? Um, so it looks like they're, they're giving him some buffs, which is pretty great because he's already pretty cool. Um, first up is his scatter arrow. The deflection spread after you hit a wall mm-hmm. is decreased by 20%. What that's going to allow you to do is, if you think about it, if you, don't, if you hit somebody directly with the arrow, it only does so much damage. But if you hit a wall... And nail somebody who's like a few pixels away from the wall. They take like a billion damage. It's 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 insane. It's one of the most fun skill shots to do. But because the spread is so wide, that area of lethality is very small, and people don't hug the walls all that often. So the decrease of the narrowness means you have a larger area with which you know hitting with all the arrows is possible and getting like a bunch of burst damage. Still hard to do, so still I don't think this is imbalanced. I think that's a good change. That's oh, that's, never, that's that's what I was going to ask. You think that's a good move yeah. then? Because yeah, know. I never considered it, but it's very hard to hit with all. It's like almost just luck and impossible. Um, so this will make it a little easier, I think, which is good. Um, his D range is increased, yeah. and why? <laughs> I guess who wouldn't be happy about an increase to your D range? But <laughs> but his D, which is actually uh, more professionally known as natural agility. Um, it had, I guess, 
I don't know. I think I think the number eight and tens in my head, but I didn't write them down. But basically, it was increased somewhat, so that my thinking is that if the radius in which you are to where you can go is farther, that means you might have an easier time finding those corners to jump around, which is really good. And and obviously, there if there are thicker walls you couldn't get over, you might actually get over them. Mm. I haven't played with it yet, but I did see a video of McIntyre going nuts with it. Because some of his D talents have changed, specifically um, at, uh, well, that's a, his D range. No, I didn't write them all down here. The one that's notable <laughs> is at level 20, he gets a second charge of his D, and the cooldown's reduced by five, which makes for some pretty insane plays because now you've got two jumps. And this was, this play, this highlight video was brought to you by Point C of Volskaya Industries where he is just going nuts, jumping over all the things while on the conveyor belt and shooting people with the arrows. It was glorious to watch. Wow. This is a fantastic th- little clip. Yeah. Um, and anyways, so the extra jump actually kind of make it just makes him feel like you can build into D and agility, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's an exciting change for him. John, wasn't D range your, um, that was your rap battle name, wasn't it? It was. It was short. It was a short-lived career. Yeah. Um, mostly on the back of i'm not good at rapping uh but you know we tried it and uh, it didn't work yeah it didn't work out well whatever i guess hats off for giving it your best though fail forward scott that's what i say fail forward fail often because that's how we learn that's how we learn uh also tell me about his shield breaker talent because that seems good for him um well his shield breaker talent was actually pretty good and they took it away oh they removed it Everyone have a sad face. Yeah, it was nuts. Like I'd just be like, oh, Artanis is here? I can like auto and cue him, and it's like he doesn't have shields. It was great. Mm. Um, so pour one out for that. Didn't that seem... Gone. It seemed appropriate, though, for him. Like I'm a little bummed about it, because Hanzo's all about this powerful arrow, like this arrow that just gets drawn way back, mm. and, the, and if you get it to maximum pullback, it's like, get the hell out of the way, because it's going to rip right through whatever you got. And um, Yeah, they replaced it with... Um, they replaced it with a talent that gives him uh, uh, reduced armor instead, which is a more generic application, but it's definitely less exciting. And there's lots of places to get armor reduction, so I don't know. Mm. I don't. All right. I didn't much care for this change. All right. How about level 20? Like, some 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 chicanery in level 20, I see. Well, that, I already brought it up. It's the it's the natural agility. Oh, that one. It's the, the second. Yeah, yeah. I kind of did it out of order where, where we wrote it in the notes, so. It's but, all good. Uh, yeah, we did cover it. So that's that. I mean, there's, you know, like a lot of these things, there's a lot of notes in there. If you want to read them, read them. We're just covering the highlighted stuff. Let's move on next to Nova. Yeah. Nova. All I saw was all of her abilities and all the numbers being lowered. I guess <laughs> she probably made out the worst in this one. She may still be a threat. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but certainly there was some considerable uh, decrease to her snipe her um, pinning shot and her precision strike ultimate, as well as the damage stacking in her trait now, which I forget what the talent is called. Um, Also, there's a really popular talent called one in the chamber that increases, you know, there's those abilities where after using an uh, an ability, it increases your next auto attack by 30%. Yeah. Yeah. If she has one that increases her next auto attack by like 80%. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous version of this talent of, of any hero, even before people were saying she was great. It was very high. Mm. Uh, so that's finally seeing a nerf as well of 10% and lethal decoy at 16. 
less damaging because lethal decoy basically allows her to just poke with no repercussion to herself with her decoy so it did seem like every time i played nova since these changes that nova was killing a lot of people oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah she was out of control yeah and when i started seeing people ban her in like public uh, unranked games and stuff seeing her being first banned in a couple of cases where i was playing solo that I, I knew something was up it's like all right yeah, no, yeah. nobody likes nova right now samuro also got some changes right but these all seemed in the positive for him uh yeah so samuro uh very very minor tweaks to samuro his health was buffed as well as the health from his images which is kind of a good thing i think for samuro players they yeah. the the images seemed kind of weak especially with the new the one shot i think kills them on the uh on the towers now and stuff so. well it used to be one shot now they don't but yeah. but even then the problem the problem with them being weaker is if you've got them in a scrum and the other team is trying to figure out which one's the real samuro they can very very quickly figure it out because one's taking quicker damage um yeah. or not you so if a smart player yeah. sees that they'll just turn on you and figure it out and then there's no point to being samuro ever again so yeah, yeah. so so he's going to be a little more resilient i think he's already doing actually he wasn't allotted very highly when the patch first hit but there there are some row mains who are swearing by him and the numbers seem to support it his level seven damage talents are also all pretty much buffed across the board slightly so nice uh, good news for you guys valira a couple changes most notably Garrot's or Garrett's silence. Garrot's Garrot. As the rogue expert, John, what's the final call on the pronunciation? Uh, hi, Bo. John, uh, resident <laughs> rogue expert here, um, uh, is pronounced Garrot. Uh, I bet you didn't see that coming. No, uh, no. Also, didn't. a resident e- e- or expedition resident expeditious phrase maker. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you can call on me when you want something said quick, so that the show can move forward in a expeditious quick fashion manner. there you Ex- go expeditious yeah you. i like you, it oh john can't say expeditious we found his he found his weakness no i was still <laughs> i was delaying yeah. <laughs> he's trying to make oh, it okay. last longer uh garrett's like garrett <laughs> 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 went through all that i just yeah, uh, Garrett's Garrett. silence duration has been uh, reduced. Yeah. So, I just, whenever I say Garrett, I think of Garrett Weinzer. I know that's, that's a big buff a, to uh, like into the Garrett's Nexus. silence duration reduced from 2.75 yeah. to 2.5. Anyways, moving on. Zero tool. Who cares yeah. about there? Yeah. Zero tool. I uh, got a couple of talents buffed. Um, very small changes, but the notable one for me that jumped out is he has a level one talent that used to give 25% movement speed, now gives 30%, which is mount speed. Um, which is incredible. If wow. you're basically mounted with your stealth. Now, a lot of the pro builds I'm seeing don't involve this talent, but I freaking love this talent because you're just trucking all over the map, especially in solo queue. It's hilarious. Um, well, yeah, and, th- and that's his yeah. whole job is to go scout and be there and get there quicker. And, you know, like that's his thing. So to have him that fast on a mount, that seems OP to me. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, I mean his other talents are good too. So they upped it to make it competitive with the other two talents. But this talent's pretty fun. Uh, being mo- being mobile on foot, um, not to be underestimated. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> this next note. So I put that as as booner health increased by yeah. five points. Yeah, booner health. 
<laughs> I meant to say right bunker, but I left out the K and then left Booner. Everyone needs good um, Booner health. I understand. It's fine. But, yeah, uh, but it was increased by five points to 1305 from 1300. This is Blaze we're talking we're, about, right? Yeah, Blaze's bunker. Um, so the health is increased by five points. And we think this is an inside joke because in StarCraft 2, I believe. Yeah. I, I'm not super familiar with this, but I've, I saw a few posts where every patch in StarCraft, they change the health of bunkers by five points <laughs> what, for what? like no reason. Everyone's like, it's like the 15th change is up, <laughs> it's down, it's up, it's down. So there's literally a joke in the patch notes. So if you're a StarCraft fan, that one was for you. I love that. Um, I think that's yeah. great. And that what does that mean? The next patch, it goes down by five and then... Yeah, the prediction is it's going... I saw some predictions of what it's going to be in the... If you go to the Blizzard site mm -hmm. where this is posted in the chat dialogues below... There's lots of predictions if it's going to go to 1310 or 1300 or, you know, stay. But uh, pretty sure we're going to see it change again. I love that. I think that's awesome. Uh, lastly, we got our good buddy, uh, Garrosh. Um, also, no. What do we call him? The Horde Trump? The What's Horde, the, no, the Horde, Gary, not, the Gary, Horde Hitler. Gary. No, the, the Azeroth Hitler. Hitler. Azeroth, yeah, Azeroth Hitler. Oh, my God. We're on the launcher. We can't make jokes like this. I mean, yeah. you did it. Like, yeah, we don't want to. We want to make sure that we don't. I know. We don't want I to know, offend so. anyone who really liked Hitler. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I would hate to that. offend those folks. <laughs> that's that's the concern. You nailed yeah. it. For the record, uh, I call him Gary. Yeah, but... Gary. Yeah, Gary Hitler. Um, okay, so <laughs> increased uh, is increased slow on ground uh, groundbreaker. Mm -hmm. um you're so good, you, yeah you're doing thank good. you <laughs> this is my first time podcasting please leave a comment below um <laughs> increase slow on groundbreaker so it's from 30 to 35 percent um so that's kind of nice and the wrecking ball cooldown down to two seconds which i thought already happened but i think it was at 16 and it went down to 14 and is now 12 so i mean I'm kind of hoping we get to a point where wrecking balls like eight seconds. This would be great. Yeah, I Rest just want to throw people all game, just like a just like a baseball player, just it's... grab someone and throw them nonstop. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's just the most fun part about playing him is taking another character and throwing them, whether it's a teammate or an enemy. It's the best. It's the best thing they've ever done in the MOBA genre. Well, that's well, true. And... With the change where you have to actually, you can't pull them to you anymore, and you're not trying to land a sweet pull, one of my new favorite things to do is to just throw the tank away. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when E.T. sees in your face and he's like, you're not going to get to the back line, bro, just go, Phew, and you just throw him. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. do a ton of good because he'll just power slide right back, but it makes you feel better, and sometimes feeling better can turn the tide of battle. I agree. Um, and I would agree that he that was one of the greatest things in the history of MOBAs until Blaze was made. And now I now I counter that with Blaze. Blaze is better than anything you think is cool. That's what I, I would say. throw Blaze. I'm yeah. just gonna tell you. I'm just gonna throw that out there as an idea. I, I expect Blaze. Blaze will get thrown by Garage and and on a frequent basis. Sure, why not? Let's, yeah. let's make yeah. it happen. Well, he's a, he's a strong he's a strong orc. He is. He's a yeah. he's as uh, Hitler. Yeah. Lastly, um, and most importantly, probably, were these last-minute changes to Battlegrounds. Yeah. What happened so there? we've been complaining. We've all been complaining. The lanes are too strong. The game's last episode. The game's too snowbally. And then the people who don't think it's snowbally be like, you just need to get good, and you'll realize it's not snowbally. You're just bad. I've seen a lot of that out there, too. Mm. Um, uh, but here we go. Uh, so minor nerfs to all to the most egregious uh, camps. So Hellbats. 
Mm. Remember the hell. Never, never forget the hellbats. Never uh, they have lower health, <laughs> uh, which is good because they have actually an insane health pool when they're pushing the lane. And their armor reduction is, is now 4% per attack versus 5% that it does. So this is small. So it's still the end result's still going to be the same. It's going to wreck your core and win the game on their own. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take more time to do it. But hopefully the lower health. Like, we'll see where it's at. I still think they're going to be brutal. Um, the knights have lower spell armor now, which actually is a pretty big deal. Because those camps are nigh impossible to clear without a mage. And it's just not, at least in the games we're playing and the conversations we're having in draft, we think about push and lane clear, but we we still don't have in our dialogue, like, we need someone who can clear the camps efficiently. Most of the time, we still have a tendency to be letting them go a little bit longer than we should probably, and it's hard to make that call. So the amount of spell armor that the Mage Knight is giving is reduced to 15%, Mm -hmm. and the laner... That's oh no, that's the defender. That's when you're taking the camp. So in the lane, which is most important, I think it's going from thirty to twenty. Okay. Thirty is a lot. Thirty percent reduction to all your damage is or mm-hmm. your spell that da- which spell damage is most of your damage on most characters, and except for like auto attackers who are hitting things one at a time. Does it? Is so it? That's not efficient. Is it just me or does all this feel like uh, these are all answers to the games are t- getting shorter thing? Does that feel? Yeah, like, yeah. yes, exactly that. Yeah, it, yeah the, the dev comments even said it, it is targeted to this issue because mm. uh, their concern was they thought that defenses were too strong. I mm. believe they said that. Mm. Yeah, so that's why they made the lane minion stronger. But as it turns out, I don't know, having one turret on your castle that could potentially hold like eight turrets, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I understand it's a game, but I really, I've even thinking League, there should be more than one turret on your bases and keeps that just it doesn't make sense that there aren't like eight of them right um but that's just me that's just taste sure um the slime boss as well on warhead junction the health and scaling uh, of the health has mm-hmm. also been reduced so usually it's pretty lethal if you get a lot of nukes and push with the boss that hold on is that win. the one that leaves the trail of slime and poops out little bugs that's the one we're talking yeah, about okay. yeah the slime boss not He's the, the boss of all slime not the other ones not the middle one that's the, the goal the golem right yeah, I hate that thing. But, Not the the middle. Oh no, wait. the mid, Well, the middle one's like a infested Terran shippy ship. Oh, it's an archangel, isn't that what it's called on Brax's holdout? Uh, That's what you're talking about. What am I thinking of? Isn't there? I don't a, know. What are you thinking? Hold of? on, isn't there two boss types on Warhead Junction? There's one. no, uh, there's no, two there's boss, two, but it's the, the same. same. Yeah. Oh right, no, no, no. I am thinking of, I am thinking of Brax's holdout. Never mind. Yep, that's totally what I'm thinking yeah. of, and that's a. That ship is a oh, it's one of my favorite airships, uh, and it can go ground anytime it wants in uh, StarCraft Two. And it's not called the thing you said; it's called something else. Doesn't matter for this conversation, so forget it. But it's uh, oh, it's, <laughs> oh, what's it called? It's like uh, I don't know. I'd like to tell you, but somebody told me it on, didn't matter. On which on which map? It's on Brax's holdout. It's the infested it's Terran the- ship. It's an archangel, isn't it? No. Well, maybe. I thought it was called the archangel. Maybe it is. I thought it was called... Because it's like a Goliath. Yeah, the archangel is a large Viking. Oh, Viking. Viking, Viking, Viking. That's what I'm thinking of. But it's not a Viking. I mean, you know, a StarCraft nerd, you call it a Viking, they go, excuse me, actually, it's an archangel. Oh, man. What are you saying about StarCraft players? What is that? What are you trying to say? What do you mean? No, I'm I'm just saying everyone gets that way. It's it's a general statement. We're all geeks, and when something matters to us, but (laughs) someone else is like, oh, whatever, uh, 
Magic the Gathering's got like the tree magic and then the like white powder magic, and you're like, excuse me, they're planes cards, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> right. That's, that's how we all get that way. Yeah. What Mo's saying is they're shoveling. I'm shoveling hard here, guys. I'm there shoveling. Are nerds everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere's got a nerd. Just look that's and you'll find them. Uh, um, right. Okay. So moving on. Um, do Ta- we, hang on. Do we get the. What's Tower of the- Doom doing? What's going on there? <laughs> Tower- <laughs> 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 well, on Tower of Doom, yeah, uh, we the respawn timers on the towers are increased by twenty seconds, so you get twenty seconds more play time for the next ones come up, and that sounds about right. I think they spawn a little too quick. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, for the record, it's Towers um, of Doom. That's why I was maybe I was teasing about the tower because uh, it's a lot. Hey of guys, towers. Scott's sick. He's he's he's, he's powering through <laughs> to do this. No, show. listen, this I am thing. full yeah. of cough syrup and all kinds of crap. So it's just the way it is. So, I mean, uh, Scott's sick, but he was quick enough to get that sick Tower of Doom burn because that's what you wrote in the show notes, Bo. What? Tower of Doom. It's Tower just, of Doom. So that's why I said Tower oh, of Doom. Oh, I didn't Doom. write Towers of Doom? Yeah, you wrote yeah. Tower of Doom. You know okay, Scott. Who's pushing up their nose or, or their glasses now? He will oh read God. exactly what you put in the show notes, especially yeah. when he's on cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except I didn't place the, the bunker thing in the right place. That's oh. true. You got to put I your bunker where, 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 where it belongs. Uh, that why the increase here is this also a this is also a speed up thing, isn't it? Like get the map not or sorry, slow the map down. It's, is what it's I mean. a slow down thing. Yeah. Although Towers of Doom was one of the maps that we, I think haven't I haven't heard that it's snowbally because it's there's no there wasn't big changes to the camps on that one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This next one because blows this one blows my mind. Battlefield of Eternity, a favorite of many players i really like it uh liked it since the beginning they're making a really weird uh change instead of it always being random where the stuff starts uh where the hell angel and the and the angel angel start or whatever he is he's a demon i guess the other guy anyway they instead they're going to start immortals first spawn in the heaven south area zone quadrant uh then hell north then heaven east Hell West always. After this, it's back to random. Why? You read that in a very confusing way. Well, I did. But the idea being that they've got... (laughs) Now they have set spawns and then it goes random. I don't understand why that is. What is it they're trying to fix there, do you think? Uh, They've said that they want to do more predictable battlegrounds. They actually think that there's a, a valid strategy to knowing where things are going to be, um, at least initially. But this was one that they felt like you know, there had been some pushback as to it being randomized a bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually think so. The the first one, the the north and south, I feel like uh, when they go and it's going to be on the east and west side, I feel like it has always been heaven, east, hell, west mm. in every game I've ever played. I feel like that is always that positioning. Mm. I like I guess if it's in the change list, they changed it. But I don't remember ever seeing on that first set of immortals it not being that case. Well, it makes sense too that it would have been that way always because it would make sense that hell would be defending hell side, right? And heaven would defend heaven side. Or no, it's always top no, bottom. No, it's it? attack. Yeah, it's they're top. on attack sides. You're right. So right. the demon will be on the heaven side, and the the angel will be on the hell side. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I now that you say that, I think I feel like you're right. I feel like maybe it was always that. But 
anyway, now it's confirmed. Now okay. it's there, and then it goes back to being randomized. Can but you, it's Blizzard. Uh, it's Blizzard if, stepping if, away from RNG. Can you believe it? Crazy. That never if happens. nothing else, this has given us the ability to use fun new phrases like "Heaven South," "Hell North," <laughs> "Heaven East," "Hell West." Yeah, I like it. I think yeah, we people, should start calling uh, it out that way in there. I, I right. think it's always you're, you're saying it's always been that way, right? Yeah, he's saying. Okay, I think that's true, but that's a note in here. Yeah, why else would they call it out? It says all subsequent event stages will be randomized. Is that Maybe all, that was also true? I feel I like that thought was that true. was true. I'll tell you what what is true that I know to be true is that I never remembered this information and just assumed it was right. Like, where's it going to be? It's like, and, and, yeah. and nobody was correcting me either. Everyone's just like, I don't know. Let's play it. No, it, it always so. felt random to me. I just assumed it was always random, to be honest. But now that John talks about that first encounter, I think it's always kind of that way. But the thing is, I'm always late to that one. That one's less important. You're sometimes you're <laughs> doing other stuff. You're doing lane things and fights going yeah, on. It sometimes. takes a big man to admit you're late for objectives. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's good. Uh, listen, I'm full uh, disclosure what i believe in like this man of bar ain't gonna fill itself right. <laughs> that is true um also i want to say one more thing about blaze he is very mana efficient i don't feel like i'm running out of mana a lot he does pretty good with mana that's it that's it that's not you in a normal like sorry in the average person's column that counts for like one pro yeah. But that's like five pros of value right there for a hero oh in the Scott for Rose. me absolutely like yeah. I'm bummed when they're not doing something other than mana. So when it's always just mana, it's like, okay, mana again. Uh, some Somehow a uh, dude in a big hot flame suit needs mana. That makes tons of sense to me. You know, I think there was a missed opportunity here in that he instead of mana, it could have been oil. It could have been anything. Like, like because he needs the oil to shoot the jet streams. He yeah. needs the the oil to do the thing. He probably needs some oil to run the engines to do his jet jump just replace sure. replace the blue bar over your name with some oily black shiny stuff and you're yeah, done yeah. i completely I agree and you'd have to make it a cool mechanic to do something so maybe you you can drill somewhere and refill yeah just, otherwise yeah. otherwise the story is that he's like ah yes the magical thing in the sky give me more of your mana so i might light it up like it doesn't make any <laughs> connective sense i don't like it I feel like this episode has been Scott treating Blaze like Poochie, where it's just like, okay, anytime Blaze is not being shown, we should have a character asking where Blaze is. I what admit. is Poochie? I, I need a... Oh, where, uh, what was that movie called? Um, the death Simpsons. Of, death of and Poochie. it was a TV show that ran for a long time. What am I thinking of? The one where it's Death of Smoochie or Poochie or something. Yeah, you're thinking of Death of Smoochie. Oh, different Smoochie? Poochie was a dog in the Itchy and Scratchy oh, cartoon. Oh, the one that Homer voiced. Yeah, like, that they wanted to force. And when they were trying to establish that, like, hey, this is going to be a great new character, one of the lines was something to the effect of, and when he's not on camera, everybody should be asking where Poochie is at all times. Right. Now this is all ringing a bell. Here, I'll give you a taste. Here's a taste of it. Wait. No, no, no. He was supposed to have attitude. Um, what, what do you mean exactly? Oh, you know, attitude, attitude. Uh, the, the sunglasses. Can we put them in more of a... <laughs> this is a pretty good episode. It's good stuff. You guys should go seek it out. Okay. If I play more of that, Fox will sue me. All right. Uh, yep. Let's uh, let's talk real quick about... So, oh, this is crazy. So, uh, Overwatch League started, or OWL, as everyone likes to call it. I hate that. But whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, 
OLW. I, too. I don't know why I'm judging you for that. I kind of find I, it. I, I don't know why I don't, I don't like it. I just don't like it. But it's but it's AOL. It's or AOL. AWL. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you meant to say that. Is that what was that? Uh, a f- a Freudian slip? Fla- Freudian? Yes, Freudian. Very yeah, Freudian of me. Freudian slip. He so, used to write that down with his skeletal arms. That's, that's right. His skeletal arms. So when he played Tower of Doom. So here's the thing. <laughs> Overwatch League is very exciting. It's awesome. I'm very excited about everybody who's involved in that, and I'm stoked to be watching it. I'm very excited about Overwatch League, so it's going to be really cool. However, it's the first game in the history of Blizzard where they have given uh, launcher real estate up top. Oh, you brought that up. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, right there. That's crazy. It says Overwatch League. You click that, and you and it's kind of a janky just website interface. It's not that big a deal, but... The point is, it's like, hey, here are the games going on. Come over here from this interface and watch these games. Now, they made a very last-minute deal with Twitch um, to to carry the games. I don't know why it took them so long, but it was seriously like last second. Um, I think, honestly, I believe what was probably going to be happening is I'll bet Blizzard was trying really hard to control that themselves and run their own uh, streaming thing for that. And I think at the end, they realized, uh, we got to go where the eyeballs are. we got to go where people already are spending their time watching games. I, I think it's the right move for them to make, but I think that's probably why it was so last minute. But they've made a compromise here where if you click that on the launcher, the launcher itself is your place to watch these games, even though it's just an embed from Twitch. Um, and the icon's on fire. And it's flaming, right. There's a flaming icon at the top of, this, of the thing. Well, it's, this is notable because the, the Blizzard launcher is actually really good about housing the game-related content in its silos. Mm-hmm. And it has a little space where there's some ads for other games. Right. But this is just, this is no matter what game you're highlighted on. Oh, live now, Overwatch League. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that, are we going to get some HGC? You know? Right. No, it's a big deal. Like it's. I'd like to see some HGC up there. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, so, and that's yeah. my point. Like, or, and, and probably the point of the entire show would be, uh, or for all of us as hosts, do we think that that we'll get HTC treatment like this when it's in full gear? Maybe. Mm. I hope so. Doesn't it seem like it? I mean, well, first of all, we're all going to complain if they if they don't because it's mm-hmm. going to be once again like, oh, there you go, <laughs> Overwatch taking this freaking main stage again, all the time with your Overwatch. But uh, I think it actually makes sense for them to kind of switch that up and put that up there. And they've got room; they just add it right next to it and say HTC, I- and let me go there and look at my stuff. By the way, a lot of people are watching that, though. It's not without merit. I think there's like 300,000 or almost pushing 400,000. I watched a, a game before we recorded tonight. Uh, there's a lot of people watching. Oh, that. no, it's huge. Look, it's I'm not going to begrudge it's, them their good time. The way I see it is the people watching Overwatch League are just future HGC fans. They just don't realize it yet. There's a <laughs> superior product out there. They'll come to it in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, chat room, I'm putting it up on the screen right now so you can see it. You see that up there in the corner, right next to news. So you got games, social, shop, news, and then Overwatch League, and it's on. There's like a little flamey animation underneath it. It uh, has a really weird aesthetic. Like th- now, we're no longer talking about things they could bring to the HGC, but like there's a weird aesthetic to the stage and all of that. Like it's a lot of solid walls of color. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm in Supreme Leader Snoke's chamber. A little bit, and like for oh, reasons- has the spoilers. For reasons that case. would be spoilers, kids are now playing video games in there yeah. now. That's just what yeah. they do. And Although, have you chamber. seen it when the screen lights up to show the map? 
because it's mostly solid colors but when they're introducing the map the whole wall becomes like a view of the game oh, it's, that's pretty it's, cool I don't think they're showing it too much, but you could hear you could, the the audience when it first happened. I was watching; they all went, "Whoa!" Like you just all heard like a giant "Whoa!" And you don't actually hear you hear cheering, you hear boos in the audiences. You don't often hear "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. in an audience. And I was like, "Oh, that, it must be really impressive to be there and look at that." I think it's probably amazing. I think it's really cool, and they're going where the where the eyeballs and the money is for sure. It's just, you know. I, I want HTC to get a similar stage. I don't know if they will or not, but I think it's a great way to help pre- uh, push the the competitive side and say, "Hey, look at this! You've already, you know, you're already showing all those HTC matches on Twitch as well. This making an, an extra little tab there to to throw another see. Th- and there's the other reason I think they're going to do it because I think they're going to add one for Hearthstone when those come around. Like Hearthstone's a huge game um, yes. with many many viewers, so there's no reason why all of these can't have some of that love up there i just think this is the first of it they haven't yeah. said and so now we just speculate until we're blue in the face but but i'm stoked about what that might might mean for heroes so yeah. we'll see yeah. also um, go one, oh, thing, uh, one, one uh, last uh, thing go houston freaking the outlaws are the team to follow go houston uh, wait i want to do one last thing okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> what? What? well i just want to say there's too much genji like oh. so the game's done from the point of view it's like 80% of the time, I'm watching Genji play the game and not the other heroes. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there. There is a lot Let's of just... Genji. Genji's everywhere. Yeah. In the, I, I want... Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. All right, I thing? want the players to at least be aware that they didn't sign up for this, but too bad it's the re- reality they live in. They are de facto cameramen as well as, as, well as players now. <laughs> That's so, <not> right. <laughs> it, they are. They're a point of view. And therefore, they should respect the view. And I shouldn't see Widowmaker like tabbing her scope a billion times, and the camera's just going uh, and looking like she's having a seizure. This, this sounds very mat. close to shaky cam territory. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. It's like, hey, you're you're a responsible paid player, and you're ruining my enjoyment of your stream by acting like an idiot. Stop it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I have it's as much. As much as I'm like, well, the player needs to do whatever their little rituals are to be the best player they can. And some of that is bunny hopping until your face is blue or tapping <laughs> buttons because you got ADD or whatever. Do whatever you got to do. But then the other part of me is like, well, you're you're effectively my view of the game. And I don't want to watch you do that. I think that game just needs to get better and better. Like, what if you could get Genji's view of the game because you want to be in that corner, in that objective, in that space? But it turns off all of the things you would see about Genji. In other words, his hands aren't in front of you. You're not seeing him reload. You turn off the jumping. Like the view is just converted digitally, uh, programmatically to be just a still camera. The, I mean, that- the, you could go back and forth because you'd still get value out of having the frenetic stuff too. But but once in a while, just be like, here's what that room looks like right now. According to uh, Junkrat, and they're saying the idea would be like, you guys ever see those um, the GIF of the Star Trek, the original Star Trek crew? They're they're <laughs> oh, all like, yeah. oh, you know, when the when they hit something or get shot with a torpedo, but then the camera, or they they go in later and figure out a way to make it so it takes out all the shake and it's just them, you know, running into. Oh things. yeah 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 yeah. It, yeah. You could do something like that, stabilize it so that it's not so obnoxious to see through. At least for parts of it, I think that'd be good, but I don't know yeah. what they're doing with that. So I don't know. 
I mean, they've if- definitely made an effort to make it easier to follow. Like I, I would be curious to show it to someone like my parents who, even if they were into it, they probably wouldn't care that much, but just to see if they could read it and understand what was going on. Yeah. Cause I think the big highlights of characters and the skin themes and all the particle effects match the team colors. I think that's all a really good thing for readability, but I play overwatch. I know what overwatch is supposed to look like. So I'm curious how that reads to people who maybe don't follow it as closely. Yeah, I agree. It must be chaos from Genji's point of view. It just must be like to somebody who doesn't know what they're looking at. What the hell is that? Like, it's just it's like, you know, Tracer's not much better. Like, it's just this spazzy, insane thing, which is great from a gameplay perspective and kind of terrible from a camera view. But whatever. Anyway, we'll but see. But why Houston, by the way? Why are you into Houston? Uh, mainly the three reasons. One, you need to pick a team. I don't have one here locally, so I got to go with somebody. Number one. Uh-huh. I don't like L.A. or Miami as cities, generally speaking. So, <laughs> uh, pick, pick fights with cities, Scott. Yeah, why not? Um, Lay but, into them. But, and, but that mostly comes from other biases about other sports. So it's not their cities are bad. You know, any, just, any, any city that can have two teams doesn't need fans from outside those cities. Right. I just don't like the Lakers, and I really don't like the Heat. So for me, uh, or the Dolphins, or the Rams, <laughs> or any like the teams they have. So, so my, my thing is, uh, a, I gotta have somebody I kind of like, and why not Houston? Um, but the two other factors, are the big ones: one, their color schemes for their for their costumes, for their skins, for their characters are the best in the game. They're this green and black combo that is so freaking cool. And then thirdly, their logo is badass and better than any of the other ones. It's a pair of guns, like it's got the whole Western motif. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, it's so good. So it's yeah, a pair of guns. it's all Houston. The Houston Outlaws for me. And for all I know, they're the worst team. I haven't followed them very carefully, so I don't know. But, uh, you know, the Koreans will probably smear everybody all over the floor. So uh, There's no Koreans. This is America-only league, I think. No, no, no. There's, the, there's international teams, aren't there? Actually, no. if you log into the game right now, they give you 100 free coins that you can buy a skin with. And the skin uh-huh. can be... Um, it, it's it's coin-specific to these to these league teams. So I went in and bought an Arisa skin in those green and black colors because she has this cool logo like cod piece thing. It's badass. Right. Um, I'm not weird about her crotch. Okay, everybody. Well, She's a robot. But anyway, all all I'm gonna say is this: right now, the Los Angeles Gladiators are going up against the Shanghai Dragons. Yeah, it's international. So I feel pretty safe to say it's not just North America. Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there's a Pacific Division. Yeah. Oh, there's two international teams, Seoul and Shanghai. Yes. The rest are American teams. Correct. Wait, isn't there a European team? Uh, London. There? London. Oh, something. there's a London. Oh, I, why did I think they were just doing the Americas? I don't know why you thought that. I think you, you it's fine. Hmm. You said Tower of Doom. It's fine. We'll figure hmm. it out. I, I will say something. this. The Outlaws logo is pretty good. It's good, right? The rest of them are pretty generic. Like, oh, okay. Just... Oh, because it looks like a bull. If you, yeah, it's like a bull and you guns. Abstract yourself. It looks like a bull skull. Yeah, guns and bull together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those mm-hmm. colors are badass. You got to go look I... at all their skin, their their skins though, to, to see what I mean. You sure, you, you don't like the London one that looks I, like I an like... airplane with the propeller on it. I kind of like the London Spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's a Spitfire. It was an important plane. Basically, 
kept London from being destroyed. That's true. Fire summer. True. That's Get true. But but guns and 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 cattle are important as well. I'd like to point out. I mean, it's certainly more effort than what San Francisco Shock put into there. <laughs> this looks like they ripped a cloth, or yeah. I, you know what? It looks like a a, a curtain. No, it's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> And here's and here's and here's what and I want to just illustrate something really quick. What's happening right now between the three of us is exactly why this is happening and why this is exciting. No, and that's why our hero show just turned into a critique of Team Logos. But that's why I want to have this kind of fervor in HGC because people start picking sides, even if it's based on dumb logos and stuff, or because they live there, or because they hate the city for other reasons. Like that's part of the competition, and I think Overwatch is counting on that. And I want more of that. I want more of that in the HGC. Because right now in the HGC, it's just like, what team is owned by that billionaire again? And where are they located? Like, it's not the same. You know? Oh, this stuff's wearing. I can Did tell my stuff's wearing. Did we say New York Excelsior was the worst logo? Because New York Excelsior is the worst logo. It's pretty bad. It's also it, Excelsior. It looks like it's a, a beach It's towel. a magic eye thing. You've got to unfocus your eyes and you'll see. You'll see like, there's a secret image in there. It looks like a beach towel. You're right. It does. Um, yeah. What? It, p- point is, heroes turn. It's heroes turn. Let's get in there. <laughs> yeah. Give us a beach towel logo, heroes. Yeah. Get in there and make it happen. All right. Everyone who isn't prepared for this, here it is. That's right. We like to play a shockingly loud thing at the end of the show to quickly read you an email. We got one here at our email address, core at heroesforyou.com. This comes from Bradley, who says, Johnson, Jagger, and Schwartz. Have you been injured in an accident? No, he doesn't say that. Um, you mentioned Chen in a previous show. Well, we mentioned Chen a few times, right? We like Chen. Chen's all right. Um, and it got me to thinking, his concept is so cool, but I feel like he is underwhelming to play. Having to stand still to get your primary resource back is a real bummer. He'd get to do a flying kick at the enemy and soak enemies in brew and light them on fire, much like Bernie Mayhem. Who's Bernie Mayhem? Should I know who that is? Uh, uh, he had a, a Bernie scheme and uh... <laughs> wait, wait, Bernie Mayhem. I don't know what that is. Is that a wrestler or something? I don't. Okay. I don't think so. I'm gonna. Maybe it's should... gonna be something dumb, isn't it? And people are gonna go, "You guys, I can't believe you didn't know the reference." Much like Bernie Mayhem, maybe Bernie Mayhem's like a fire juggler. What? Yeah. What does he mean? So I'm he says. Looking up, Google doesn't seem to know. Yeah, it just gives me articles about Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. So, so it says. So it's super uh, yeah. sad that he isn't more fun to play. Maybe he's referring to another character in the game, lighting them on fire. Maybe he means Blaze. He might mean Blaze. Anyway, oh, no, much yeah. like Bernie Mayhem, right? Uh, That's a Blaze name. Yeah, uh, yeah, his name is actually Miles Lewis. Yeah, it's Miles Lewis, not Bernie Mayhem. <laughs> okay, guys, I don't think we, as the core crew, can criticize people for coming up with an <laughs> no, alternate I name think for this something. Is, he's clearly trying to contribute to the pantheon of great naming conventions. So, yeah. fine. Bernie Mayhem. Bernie Mayhem. Bernie we'll Mayhem. Swish it around our mouth and see how it goes. Yeah, lost millions of dollars for people at Bernie Mayhem. Anyway, uh, it says, would love to know if the core crew has any thoughts on how to make Storm Stout a cooler hero, says Bradley. So I think our biggest storm style player here is probably Bo. But Bo, Bo, what would you do to dress Chen up a little bit? I would him? say he is a cooler hero. Yeah. I think if you wanted to make him an even cooler hero, it's true standing stock still, huge liability. Yeah. So I'd just say let's make him unstoppable while he's drinking, or let's make him 
<laughs> impervious. Well, impervious to damage doesn't make sense because he's supposed to be with the shield. <laughs> but what if he was invincible and could go back in time? It's for just some reason? sitting still. Like <laughs> it's really bad. Like it's not just like oh, it's bad. It's in any second to second game uh, where action is required. You never stand still because a target that's moving is better. That's why Sergeant Hammer really sucks as a competitive hero and people try to make her work and be all hipster about it the point is if one of your abilities is to lock yourself down and paint yourself in the exact spot good players will get you and you know you may run a muck where the play is not as competitive and it can feel oppressive but generally speaking standing still is bad the great thing about chen is that his all of his cooldowns are five seconds they're nothing yeah like having him and he builds his resource really fast you don't actually, once you practice a lot with them, you don't have to sit there drinking for hours. You drink for a few seconds and you remain in drinking mode if it serves your strategy at that point, um, which is to say replenishing your shields and, and being a wall. But I think he needs unstoppable while he's drinking. I think you give him that and that way you can sit there and drink and he'll take damage, but you can't disrupt him. That'd be perfect. It's like he's like mm -hmm. Mosh without the benefit, though. You know what I mean? Like he just stands there, and I so I totally get this this perspective. So your idea is a good one. Maybe other things could emanate from him while he's standing still that makes him dangerous to be around or something. Like there's he had a, he had a recent heyday um, in competitive. I can't remember what patch it was, but a patch had come out and he was hitting the top of the charts. Mm. He doesn't need that much of a tweak uh, to get him to a place where he can be a good tank because he can. He can peel, okay? The W is a slow, yeah. and he's got decent DPS. His ultimate is hard to use. Most people will take the three dude, the three little pandas, but Wandering Keg is an incredible ability, mm -hmm. and and that's that's really good for isolating heroes, just causing mayhem. Like It's way better, but it's like not everyone's going to pick up Chen, play him, and use Keg properly. It takes practice and some skill to do it. Um, I think the main issue is that it's just easier to be a tank on other heroes, and there are better bruisers right now, which he can do damage and be a bruiser, but where he excels where other heroes don't, that window is very niche, and other heroes are just doing better. Right. Like If we'd start seeing some nerfs to like Artanis and Sonya, Maybe we'd see Chen the Chen rise up as your bruiser pick. He was incredibly strong on Hanamura, which is a map is coming back, but he has his spots. Yeah, but but it, I mean, it, you're just gonna have to work harder to be as good as a Muradin who has less skill than you, probably. Yeah. and that's just gonna be what it is. One nice thing, um, uh, just another shout out to Blaze, if you don't mind. Um, you were you were just <laughs> you were just talking about how great it is that Chen's cooldowns are so short. I present to you. Miles Blaze Lewis, whose Chen's cool, cooldowns are shorter. His cooldowns are very, nearly non-existent. He, he's like Malfurion that way. It's like nothing. Two, two, three seconds are the most for his freaking uh, double shooter deal, and his uh, oil chucker is is always on tap. And you can talent it to be even shorter. Like I'm telling you, I never feel like I don't have something to do with him. It's never like yeah. well, I better talent just auto attack. Sky. Yes, I want to retort. Okay, retort. Wait, you, give me a second. Okay, um, he may actually have shorter talents on some of it, or cooldowns on talents, yeah, or abilities. But I think talented up long term, I think you'd find you get probably more abilities per minute on Chan than you would on Blaze. Right, it's because he likes fam I, family. That's why. 
John, you were going to say you're going to add there. I just wanted to ask you a question, Scott. Um, Do you like blaze? (laughs) You know, I've thought long and hard about it and I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I like him a lot. Hey, one quick final note here. The uh, on the Heroes of the Storm Reddit page. uh, Somebody found an obsolete loading screen tooltip today. That is this. Oh, what? The tooltip says, I just got the quote, or this person says, I just got the quote, towers have limited ammo, which depletes when they fire, but recharges slowly over time. Might want to get that one out of their blizzard. Still true. Just a matter of perspective. By limited ammo, we mean more than you'll be able to see in a game. And by slowly over time, we mean very quickly. (laughs) Right. It still works somehow. Oh, John, you're just it's like you illustrated today's uh, today's media environment. Well done. <laughs> it, it's all true. Yeah. Everything, everything's true and everything's a lie. Everything's it's all a good. Lie. And it's all bad. Simul- simultaneously true and a lie at the same time. It's fantastic. Yeah. What a great time to be alive. All right. Uh, that's it for your emails. Thank you for emailing us, Bradley. If you'd like to send your own emails in and have them right on the show. It's a simple task. Send them to core at heroes for you dot com. I want to thank everybody in the chat room who came here because of the launcher tonight. I know some of you are like, what the hell's this? Nobody's playing. I don't see any gameplay. What the hell's this? And then some of you stuck around and went, ah, these guys are interesting. It's kind of fun to be here. I should check this out more. Well, uh, you're welcome back anytime. We're not always on the launcher, but we are always here on a Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time or uh, Eastern Time. So come Hi. join us and be here. Frogpants.tv or as you can see right now, you're at uh, twitch.tv slash frogpants. And we'd love to have you. Always new people are welcome. A reminder, if you'd like to help support the show, patreon.com slash core show is where you can do it. Uh, many of you already have. Thank you guys so much. If you find the show fun, enjoyable, entertaining, otherwise helpful, it's a great place to uh, show some of that love back. You want to get your very own in the mail Dear Martha letter from John? Oh, I know a way you can do it. Sign up at patreon.com slash core show. That's going to do it for us. Our website is heroesforyou.com. You can go there anytime. And again, email us core at heroesforyou.com. Find us on Twitter, John underscore Jagger, Bo Schwartz, one word. And I'm at Scott Johnson, one word. That's going to do it for us. Sorry, that one word part is not spelled out. It's just, I was just telling you they're one words. Anyway, it doesn't matter. John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz. That's going to do it for us, uh, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.